Hey, welcome. It is eight minutes after the hour. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. Uh, we've got uh, Larry Wayland in from Modern Arms. At the Brown Station location. Yeah, Joe Gilbert, joegilbert.us. I'm here. Hey, hey you're, you're there. Not, <laughs> not all there, but okay. It's close enough. Uh, you know, I'm and not then, tanned. I had to change the, I had to, I had the left and right ear headset backwards. Uh -huh. You got to reverse them because we're our brains opposite. That's right. So that's why that was the delay. <laughs> <laughs> Spinning my headphones around. He's really a closet Democrat, isn't he? <laughs> <clears throat> no, he's very well dressed. <laughs> yeah. And he dyes his hair. All right. So, uh, all right, we, we got a phone call here. We'll kick it off uh, with uh, Scotty. Scotty, welcome. How are you? Just fine, Gary. I'm still kind of in a stupor from last night's meal. My goodness. <laughs> Yeah, you went to CC City Broiler, didn't you? Oh yeah, it was. It's our anniversary today, and we've got something coming up today. So we went ahead and celebrated it down at Scotty's last night with a Gary steak and a little dippy sauce. And there's no dippy mm, sauce. Yeah, there is. Sauce. I love the dippy sauce. The dippy yeah. sauce. Is just dippy sauce. Awesome. What is it? Three to one here. Come yeah, on, those onions. It's about right. a fair fight anyway. Dippy sauce. With you guys, guys, I actually have a photograph of a menu. And it has dippy sauce right on yep, the menu. There it is. Yep. Yeah, and you can see a piece of paper folded over the bistro sauce sign. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to let you get away with that. So, what are you calling for? What is what's on your mind? It's a gun show. What do you? What do you? What's what, what's the point well, of calling me? Every time I think of guns, I think of patriots, and I think of Americans. And we've got a little something coming up today that, albeit, doesn't benefit the firearms. Sorry, Larry. <laughs> but it does benefit our veterans. We're having a Central Missouri Honor Flight. It's a poker tournament. It's a Texas Hold'em tournament, but there's also an auction going on. Um, it's to raise money for the Central Missouri Honor Flight to put more of our heroes and vets on the plane to Washington to the Central Missouri Honor Flight so they can go see their memorials. Um, we're going to have it at the registration i'll just read it off of here gary if that's all right Please i wish you would because you're, you're you're dragging this one out <laughs> i'm sorry buddy. uh central missouri honor flight auction today at 1400 hours at the elks lodge number 594 at 4747 elk park drive columbia missouri it's real easy to find just go to the broadway exit take ww east and you'll go past the casey's there's a then you'll go on past that just a little bit further east and they're on the i'm going to call it the south side of the road it'd be on the right side of the road you can't miss it there's a big concrete elk standing out front of it well, first uh, thing of, first wait a second wait a second first thing brian yes sir uh -huh. is this not something that should have gone through the ad department yeah it is the salesperson is monitoring the uh broadcast he's taking all the information down and he's going to contact scotty uh will he bill him show. retroactively can I, we do that i'm not sure if you know all right, let me. But for people that want to come, it's it's today at two. I yeah, I was yeah. going to say if if uh, you know if Scotty had paid for an ad, he could have right. come on the show, uh, or and I would have voiced it, and it would have said it would have sounded more like Central Missouri Honor Flight today at two o'clock at the Elks Lodge number five nine four uh, on Elk Park Drive in Columbia, and that I would then go on to say that there's a Texas Hold'em tournament. Uh, you can sign up from uh, noon until uh, 1 o'clock uh, with play beginning at uh, at 1 o'clock. 
I think else? they'd find a better voice than yours to to take care of the uh, Well, they could get somebody who sounds like they gargled with old razor blades, but right. you're busy. <laughs> Elk's Kitchen will be open from 11, uh, from 11 uh, o'clock until, uh, what, 4 o'clock? And uh, they've got a full, huh? Till 3 o'clock. Till 3 o'clock, and they've got a full bar. Uh, open refreshments, 50-50 drunk, door prizes, uh, T-shirts for sale. Some of the items offered for auction include uh, barbecue grills. Man, that's sports. terrible. You just got, you know, that's not the way a commercial is supposed no, to sound. No, Wilfred Bramley would have done it yeah, better, even if he didn't awful. have the diabetes. Is, is Brandon Rather or Mike Ferguson around by I any think they are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, uh, Brian, don't worry about what it's going to cost through the ad department. I've still got Gary's credit card numbers. Great. I'll just pull them up on my logs, and we'll see. We'll get everything taken Just go ahead and double it, as a matter of fact. All right. All right, cheapskate. I'm going to let you go. Come on out, guys. It's for a really good cause. It's always been fun. We've done this for several years. Uh, A friend of mine is kind of the... I guess you'd call him the MC of it, Chris Malone. Uh, does an awesome job getting the donations of the items and running the poker tournament. My lovely wife will be up there. She'll be taking your name and number and everything and helping you get registered. The registration for the actual poker game is... Um, let me find it here again. <laughs> See, that's uh, why you got to go through the ad department. This is, this is like pulling right. teeth. And by the way, how can your wife help us fill out registration when she's visually impaired? Well, she's, she's pretty good at touchy feely. She's got that braille. <laughs> from noon to one, guys, you can get signed up. The game's going to begin at one o'clock, and the auction will begin approximately two. They play to a first break, and in this poker game, and then we'll take a break for the sale. It's a blast. It's kid friendly. If you got children, bring them out. Bring mom and pop out. You, I guarantee you'll have a good time. And this is one time I really feel like a radio talk show host. I get to run my mouth, be a smart aleck, and get paid for it this time. You do it all the time when you're on the <laughs> on the phone with us, Scotty. Thank you for the call. Central Missouri Honor Flight gets all the money. Uh, and uh, it will be at the Elks Lodge, uh, number 594-4747, Elk Park Drive in Columbia, Missouri. So uh, if you get a chance, go on out there, and uh, it's, a, it's a great cause. Uh, and then uh, we will bill Scott for the, uh, for the ad time, but I think we have no choice. 874-9390, 800-529-5572. If you're on our Facebook page, uh, Gary on Guns, you will see a photograph of a Ruger, uh, and seven hundred dollars. Is that a five point seven? That is, is the really that five? is the Ruger Ruger five seven. Yeah, fifty seven. Um, that 57. is um, yeah, it is the fifty seven. Yeah, five seven by twenty eight. Um, a, a brand new gun. We just got. I got a chance to get one of them in. So we are we do have one available. Um, but uh, it's a hotly sought after uh, five seven by twenty eight. Holds twenty rounds in the magazine. Fiber optic sights. Um, real convenient uh, manual safety, um, you know, thumb operated thumb, uh, manual safety, Picatinny rail, uh, lightweight, low recoil. I love the 5.7. I've carried the FN 5.7 for a number of years. Um, it is, uh, it hits way above its pay grade. It, it's, uh, it's a great round, good performance. And I've even got four boxes of ammunition that I could sell to whoever buys that gun. Wow, that's better than a date with Kim Cattrall. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I guess so. Okay. Uh, all right. So, it, and that five seven round is a fabulous round. Yeah. Uh, so, and that's a good. That's a that's a hell of a price. Even if there wasn't a. a that's almost pre pandemic pricing on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pre pandemic pricing. That is. I, I like can't saying th- that. That and rifle raffle. Um, I do. <laughs> uh, the Ruger fifty seven uh, five point seven by twenty eight uh, under seven hundred dollars. You can't go wrong. That is a terrific firearm. But wait, there's more. There is. There's more. And um, we'll talk about the more. More. Uda Momento. All right. You're listening to Gary on Guns Hot Talk, 93.9 The Eagle. Hey, welcome. It is uh, 21 minutes after the hour. Joe Gilbert is on board from joegilbert.us. If you uh, if you want the best training, you got to go to the best. That's Joe Gilbert, joegilbert.us tell you how to protect yourself, whether you're in your car, your home, or at work. Um, and, and I'm telling you, uh, just just getting a permit and carrying the gun is not enough. There's a lot more you have to know. Uh, then we've got Larry Whalen in from Modern Arms. At the Brown Station location. And he just, uh, and there's a photograph of this. It's up at Gary on Guns. It's a Ruger 5.7, a 5.7 by 28. What a terrific round that is. Uh, it's just under $700, uh, and it is a steal. Um, it, it, that, that round is so easy to shoot. Um, uh, and boy, I, I just, I'm thrilled. I'm, I'm sorry that I'm not going to be able to get over there before you open because somebody's going to buy that up. I don't, I don't think that one will make it through the day. I'm, no. I'm thinking, and think and so. we do have one of them. So yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe you should auction it. Ooh. That'd be a good idea. Yeah. And but then you have other firearms that you could sell, we, like that Caltech CP33. Oh, you talk about another really cool, hotly sought after little gun. The Caltech um, uh, 33 round, 22 long rifle. This thing, it is cool. It is a big, big gun. Uh, the magazine, like I say, holds 33 rounds of 22 long rifle. Um, it's like a quad stack magazine. I don't know how what kind of Keebler magic they use to make that thing run, but it, it they run reliably. Great little gun, um, super low um, uh, low mass um, uh, bolt carrier. Um, it has a threaded barrel, a full length Picatinny rail on the top of it, so you can add your optics real easy. But it's got fiber optic adjustable sights on the gun to begin with. Um, I I. It, this is one I've been waiting to get my hands on for a long time. It's it's cool. You know, I can't tell you how many hundreds of dollars I spent at the raffle at the Friends of the NRA banquet a few years ago when they had those on the board. Trying to win one of them. Yeah. <laughs> and all I did was well, money went to a good cause, but well, yeah. I, I didn't end up with a gun. Well, These things are gold. Yeah. It's wow. neat, neat gun. That 33 rounds. Well, you can shoot that all week and not have to reload. And of it's a magnum. And it's threaded, so you can buy a silencer, and we can help you with that, too. So, you know, yep. it's always more fun to shoot quiet. I agree with that. Now, some of you may think that's it. I mean, you just how many yeah, firearms could he bring right, to the studio? I mean, that, but no, no, you'd yeah. be wrong. He, he's got more. There's even more. I have a really neat Slovenian 9mm, the Rex Zero Model 1S um, that is very similar to a SIG 226. It's probably its closest analog would be a SIG 226. Uh, it's a hammer-driven gun. does have a manual safety, uh, so it can be carried cocked and safe, unlike the traditional SIG 226. Um, so with the manual safety and a decocking lever, uh, a la, a la uh, 226, um, it's a really nice uh, aluminum frame, steel slide, uh, full-size uh, handgun with a uh, 
an, a 17-round magazine capacity. Mags are made by Metgar with their anti-friction coating um, from Slovenia. And uh, I, I don't know a, a lot about Slovenia, but looks like they make a really cool gun. Oh, those tricky Slovs. Slavs. That, yeah. I think it's Slavs, is isn't it? Sl- yes, it is. Slavs? Okay. Yeah, the well, Slavs. They made a good gun. I don't know if they slavered, slavered on it or not, but it's, but, but it's a really a, nice pistol. Nice gun. Yeah. Yes. Uh, all right. And, and if you buy a, 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 this firearm, mm-hmm. you can also buy... We do it. have uh, some ammunition for sale with purchase of a firearm. Um, we have we have many uh, many many caliber specific boxes that we can sell one box per gun. So if you need six boxes of nine millimeter, come on down, buy six nine millimeter pistols, and I'll sell you six boxes of ammo. What if I return the pistol? Uh, yeah, there's yeah, all sales are final. All sales are final. Yeah, yeah. sorry, can't yeah. return guns. unless it's a, unless it's like a dishwasher. You can always return those. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, 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 no. Some of them, you there's one. There's at least one place where you can't do that. I know. I heard about that story. So if you're not sure about this uh, 226 Slovenian uh, equivalent, um, just look at the Slovenia women's volleyball team, and you'll see that they make fine products. Over yeah, there. high quality. Yeah. Evening, ver, very nice. Yes. Uh, all right, uh, but wait. Oh yeah, there's one more. <laughs> there's more. I, oh yeah, I, I caught me sleeping there. Um, I do have the uh, Beretta APX. Um, the Beretta APX was developed for the um, because of the military solicitation for their new uh, wanting to upgrade from the from the Beretta um, M9 gun. Uh, that contract went to Sig with the P320. But the nice part about a military solicitation is it drives all kinds of innovation in the firearms world and and companies wanting to get that contract. You know, put the R and D in and develop some really good guns. And the APX flowed out of that. It's a uh, it is a modular chassis system like the 320, um, so it can be the fire control group can be taken out and put on different size frames. This is the 15 round grip frame, and the uh, striker driven with the the built in trigger safety as well as striker block. It's a winner. Uh, I like the Bread APX. It is a uh, it's a easy to shoot gun. It's a real high grip position, low bore axis, uh, good set of sights on it, and the um, the entire slide is 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 cocking serrations. Uh, they've they've made it very easy to grip both the front and the rear of the slide, and um, the Brady APX that sells brand new at five twenty five. Uh, so it's it's a good value in the market and uh, a name we all know and trust uh, from Beretta. Can't go wrong with that, and it's just the right size for a really comfortable concealed carry. Yeah, gotta like it. Um, the next story is, in fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bring in Brian, uh, who's producing for us in engineering this morning, because when I first saw this, I thought this was some kind of a joke, and I'm still not convinced that it's true. So, and, and there's a photograph of this story. It's up at Gary on Guns. Brian, is this a real... No, that is uh, purely satire. But it it is making the rounds on the Internet as if, you know, because all these, this transgender thing has is, is gotten stupid. And so this, uh, <laughs> this story is about a uh, man who self-identifies as a deer has been transported to the hospital <laughs> via helicopter after being shot by two hunters. And there's actually a picture, a picture 
<laughs> the guy with deer horns walking through the woods. <laughs> so I thought I'd, you know, just for the heck of it, throw it up there on Gary on Guns just to see what kind of uh, reaction there was. Tra- but no, it's purely satire. But in yeah. today's society, you never know. <laughs> well, and that was the problem. I thought, well, no, this this can't be real. Um, but I don't see, uh, you know, where it's, you know, a satirical piece. It doesn't have a reference to anybody. Uh, so I thought, well, I got to no, check I, with Brian before. I did I... Look, look it up, and uh, no, it's uh, it's satire. But I just put it up there just for a discussion. <laughs> just <laughs> wow. to see what would We're happen. for a new Marvel comic to come out or superhero movie. <laughs> Dear man. <laughs> the pictures, I mean, it's like, this is this can't be. We got a lot of comments on this I thing, know. too. Uh, but this huh? is one of those stories that, you know, you look at it, and it's like, well, I guess it could be true. Could be, yeah. <laughs> well, see, that's, yeah, the problem is it shouldn't be plausible. We should be thinking right away this isn't real. But you got all these people out there who identify as vegetables and trees and opposite sex <laughs> and all kinds of other stuff. And you think, well, yeah, then maybe this, maybe this clown is out there. Uh, but it is purely for your amusement. Thank you, Mr. Hansen. No problem. <laughs> Good Lord, that's... No, no, please tell me nobody is that stupid. Uh, of course they are. Uh, 874-9390, the toll-free number is 800-529-5572. In California, uh, the uh, National Rifle Association has been going up against the state on their magazines. Uh, we were talking about uh, magazines earlier in the program. The Ninth Circuit granted an en banc review of an NRA-backed lawsuit that challenges California's ban on magazines containing more than 10 rounds. I think this could have implications nationwide. We'll kind of kick that around. We'll go to your phone calls. We've got so much more coming up on Gary on Guns on Hot Talk 93.9 The Eagle. Hey, welcome. It is 36 minutes after the hour. Larry Wayland is in from Modern Arms. At the Brown Station location. Uh, he won't let me say that anymore because I didn't say that? it with enough energy. Did you hear first... that spark? Yeah. Yeah, I heard the spark lightning. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Gilbert is in from JoeGilbert.us. And uh, uh, out in California, they have tried to limit the number of rounds in a magazine. And the state of California has been, you know, facing a lawsuit. It, it's gone to the, uh, to the uh, uh, federal court. And... The NRA-backed lawsuit has prevailed. Uh, but now the uh, Attorney General in California wants to bring this up on bonk. That is, they originally had, a, uh, I think, a three-judge panel uh, that ruled in favor of the NRA and the state of California. But no, 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 you can't do that. Let's, let's bring in more judges and see if we can get a different, uh, different response. So on bonk is bringing in all the judges. Um, in any case, I think this is going to uh, move on uh, eventually to the Supreme Court, and uh, that could have implications across the country because other states have tried to do that as well, have they not? Larry? Uh, they have indeed. Um, you know, the the magazine limits um, are are completely arbitrary they they picked a number that didn't that sounded you know sounds safer and uh said you know you can't have magazines above x number capacity uh you know taking the standard capacity of that gun down by by 50 percent or so and you know it, it doesn't 
the 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 criminals don't follow the law anyway. It affects law-abiding citizens, and you know the NRA supported this lawsuit because it was stripping people of their of their constitutionally protected rights. And you know the the court uh, found in, in favor of uh, of the NRA and, and in favor of the people's right to have standard capacity magazines. And uh, like I say, you know the the um, the attorney general is like, oh well, we'll just get more judges. We'll we'll, we'll try again. And I, I just I just hate that that we're having to constantly fight and fight and fight for these these rights that are constitutionally protected. And and you know politicians want to take away that right in so many states and i I really hate seeing that but um hopefully this will continue um and will continue to to prevail it's frustrating joe because they they treat this like a religion as though they're really going to stop people from from getting shot and we know historically we know we've got the data it doesn't make a bit of difference in fact if anything it gives the edge to the bad guys and we know that, uh, you know, we don't accept the argument of the premise. We we discuss it, but we know deep down that that it's about taking the gun so that they can control us. It has nothing to do with safety. They could care less about Mary Ann's child being murdered on the side of the street, or they do something about all the killings. Yeah. Um, they don't care. They, but it, you know, Hitler says, you know, you've you've got to you've got to disarm the people, and every socialist communist country in the world has done it. Yeah. And that's what they—that's what these people are. There's no no two ways about it. Well, and now they're openly running as socialist communists, yeah. you know, yeah. pushing that agenda, and that's why we've got to fight even harder to defend our right yeah, to keep and stop. bear arms. Yeah. yeah, they don't stop. Can you imagine the the one world government, the elite? This sounds Orwellian, but it, you know, it, ten years ago, Larry and I were talking. We wouldn't have said it or thought it, but um, you know, imagine how powerful these these few would be when they control the entire world. Yeah. Take us out of the out of the and our guns out of the equation, and they've got the world. Yeah. You know, they, you talk about a one world government. They are now looking at a one world tax. Yeah. On the internet, it's uh, these uh, high tech companies. Uh, this combination uh, is really terrifying to me. And there are people on the left who think, well, this is terrific. This is fine. We're going to be, you know, things are somehow going to be better. I promise you they are not. No, no. A uh, bunch of useless <laughs> dupes out there who are buying into the argument that somehow gun control can work when, in fact, it historically Never well, does. And gun control is just one one avenue for their yeah. for their control. When you, I, I've been interested in mid century architecture uh, for, for quite a while, and if you start looking at documentaries, they all talk about uh, utopian living and mm -hmm. and treating the earth better and more communal you know stuff after the the depression and World War One. It, it's amazing all the all the different avenues that they're using to to control the people. Yeah, but li liberty prevails, and and that's what's got to prevail here is. You know, our ability, to, people will make good choices if you empower them to make them. And, um, you know, we don't need more government overreach. We need less government overreach. We need, we need more, um, more citizens that are invested in their, in their own outcomes, people that are, you know, responsible yeah. for their own uh, families, their own actions, and, and their own, uh, you know, their own well-being. Uh, we don't need more government programs. Right. Second Amendment doesn't say anything about guns for hunting, does it? No. No, it does not. All right, let me go grab some phone calls here. Mike is on the line. Mike, welcome. Glad to have you on Gary on Guns. Morning, fellas. How you doing? Doing well. Thank you. 
Well, I, I, first of all, I want to ask Larry, save myself calling up the Modern Irons. I'm sure he's going to say no. How you doing on 40 and 223? Oh, we love both those calibers. I, I look forward to the day when we'll have them available for sale again. <laughs> um, <laughs> Larry's running for office. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, but, but seriously, I saw there was some movement on that McCloskey case in St. Louis where those folks, uh, you know, you know about the story. And uh, I, I want to know if you have an opinion on that. And if you think, you know, what that means, you know, for future gun crimes as far as, again, citizens being arrested for defending their property. And I don't expect you to go off on it, but if you have an opinion, I appreciate what happened there? Did we just loot? No. I think the government took him down. I don't know what happened. Question. Is that what happened? McCloskey right, well, is a key no. word. Oh, well, okay. anyway, let me do this. Uh, has there been an advance in this deal? In fact, the McCloskeys right now are down in Florida. They're Democrats, and they're speaking at CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference. I'd love to hear what they have to say. But the last I heard, and tell me if this has changed, uh, the uh, prosecutor was told, you can't prosecute this case you got to find some other prosecutor somewhere else because you campaigned on this. Uh, and to the best of my knowledge, she hadn't found anybody. Is is there been an update? Is there a change that either one of you guys know of? The update that I heard, the St. Louis prosecutor seeks to take the McCloskey case back. Kim Gardner wants uh, the Missouri Supreme Court to restore her authority to prosecute this couple. You know, I, I got a feeling that isn't going to happen, but hopefully they, they don't. Uh, with regard to the McCloskey case comment, uh, we'll start with uh, Larry. Um, I, I really, uh, the case just needs to be dropped. There was no criminal action. They defended themselves, um, and uh, that should be that. That should be the end of story. For those of you who don't remember the McCloskeys or haven't heard about them, there are a couple in St. Louis. Uh, when all the riots were going on last year, these people trespassed onto private property. They very foolishly went outside their homes, one carrying an, uh, an empty AR-15, the other carrying a pistol that uh, was uh, tampered with so it would not fire. But they were attempting to uh, intimidate people into staying off their, you know, uh, off their private property. Uh, and then uh, the prosecutor filed a, a suit, or a crime, uh, got an indictment and, and tried to take him to court. And the judge said, uh, no, you can't do that because apparently uh, she was, the prosecutor was fundraising off the loss, off, off the uh, the case. Uh, Joe, comment? Hey, my only comment is, again, um, the other premise of this prosecution is not justice. It, it is just political pandering. Uh, when you know that the governor is going to, you know, uh, erase it when it happens, uh, if it happens, then why even why even you know proceed? Yeah. And who funded her campaign? Do you guys know? <laughs> uh, uh, I I didn't donate anything for her yeah. campaign. That's no, for sure. nobody that I know. <laughs> How about a Was billionaire? That Soros? From, yes. Oh, Uncle Soros. Uncle Georgie. Uh, uh, yeah. Let's go to the phones and chat with Michael. Michael, welcome. Glad to have you on Gary on Guns. I'm glad to be on, and I think this is kind of a perfect place to put this in. I'm in the process of importing my firearms that I own in Canada to the United States, and two of them um, I'm not eligible to bring back. Um, just for grins and giggles, uh, one's a Snake Slayer uh, 4, 
And the other one is a Henry Arms Mares Lake. And they say that they are not eligible to be imported from Canada to the U.S. And there's a statutory um, section on that. I was just curious if anybody um, had run into that before. Because obviously they were manufactured and I bought them in Canada and I'm bringing them back. Just curious. First off, uh, stay, hang on there for a minute, Michael. Larry, are you familiar with the firearm he's you know, talking about? I really wish he'd posed that same question when Garson's in from Graffensons, because he's their, their import-export uh, expert at, at Graffensons and could probably speak very knowledgeably to uh, the reason why these two items would not be allowed to come back in. I cannot. I, I just have not done anything with, um, with crossing guns ac across uh, federal lines. I just I am naive to it, so I, I, can't, I can't answer. Michael, he'll be on next week if you uh, still need the answer. Okay. Give us a call then. I just, I was, I just thought, thought it would be interesting because it looks like there's a, a, a thing of legislation there. So is, we, it, is it a uh, semi-automatic handgun? What is it? Give me the, a, a, a description. Okay. So model of the six-layer um, pistol is a, four, it's a 410-45. It's just, it's basically a Derringer that um, they won't let me all right, you're, you're, breaking, you're breaking up. We're getting every, every other word. Give us a call back uh, next week, and hopefully right. when you're in a better cell, Michael, thank you for the call. All right, back to wrap it up. Gary and Guns on Hot Talk 93.9 Eagle. Hey, it's 51 minutes after the hour. Larry Wayland is in from Modern Arms. At the Brown Station location. And Joe Gilbert from JoeGilbert.us. And Joe posted, uh, there's a piece on, uh, on our Facebook page, Gary on Guns. And I was reading this thing uh, and thinking to myself, you know, that makes such great sense. Uh, what a great way to communicate this. Knowledge without uh, disciplined action can be deadly. Give them a brief on what you wrote here or what, what you put up here. Well, really, it kind of um, this whole self-defense thing is analogous to building a shelf from Ikea or somewhere. I mean, we see how difficult it is following the instructions. But if we do more than one, like if we assemble several chairs, by the time we get to the third or fourth chair, we're pretty much flying pretty well. We've got some competency. So if you you know, raise the stakes and now, you know, apply that to self-defense training or planning for an active killer. Um, hey, just taking a class once doesn't cut it. You need to actually train, put it in, you know, put a plan in action, just like fire drills. So it's, we kind of extrapolate from building an Ikea shelf out to, out to taking care of yourself. And then there's some really good links in there where, um, the one about the physicians being attacked that I mentioned is in there. Um, there was a concealed carry uh, guy saved people in a dentist's office, um, a year or so ago. I mean, there's some good stuff in here. It really is. It's, it is a very nicely laid out, thought-provoking holy moly, that's that's just so simple and so good. Uh, on the McCloskey case, uh, Philip has posted on uh, Facebook, but he's also on the uh, phone with us with an update. Very interesting. Philip, welcome. Glad to have you on Gary on Guns. Good morning, guys. Just read an article uh, in the local newspaper down here in Jeff City, uh, posted earlier this week that Richard Callahan, a local judge here in Jefferson City, has been selected as the prosecuting attorney in the McCloskey case. So, why would, you know, I'm kind of stunned they found anybody to take the case, really. I can't answer that question. I'm just stating what I read. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense to me either. All right. Philip, thank you. You betcha, man. Have a good uh, one. You too. Glad to have you on Gary on Guns. I mean, I, all it's going to do is cost the McCloskey's money for defense, 
And, you know, I'll bet if they put up a UFundMe, they could actually profit from that. Um, That's one I would support. Yeah, mm -hmm. I would, too. I would, too. Uh, Steve, welcome. Glad to have you on Gary on Guns. I was also going to mention the special prosecutor, and he was appointed Wednesday. I had a question related to the pistol that you guys mentioned. I'd like for you guys to compare the Rock Island 22 TCM with the Ruger 5.7, and then would you use it, either of them, as a concealed carry piece? Why or why not? Ooh. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to start this. Yeah, I'm, go ahead. You're, you're, you're way knowledgeable on the TCM. Yeah. Um, yes, I would carry the TCM, uh, and I do. I've got the Rock Island 1911 TCM, uh, and they're pretty close when it comes to uh, their their stopping power. And velocities are very similar. Yeah. Um, the only the only nuance difference that I could really distinction I could draw between the two of them is uh, the TCM is loaded with a uh, a lot of times they they sell a a 40 grain uh, 22 caliber projectile that's a standard um, jacketed or or um, a, a coated um, lead bullet. Um, the 5.7, especially the 27 grain ammo, is, is what I select for, for my concealed carry or my, my uh, open carry is the 5.7 when I'm at the store, and I'll conceal that same gun when I'm off, off the store. Um, that, that projectile is an aluminum cord projectile that's much longer than the, the TCM round, uh, and that projectile doesn't tumble, but it does yaw in soft tissue it kind of cants forward um i've done the high speed ballistics gel test a, a dozen times uh that bullet will uh, n will start to the nose of it being hollow and the ba base of it being aluminum the 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 mass overtakes the nose of it the, the tail overtakes the nose not in a dynamic tumbling action just in a yawing action so i've got a 0.83 inch long projectile now going sideways through soft tissue starting at about 2200 feet per second it it I think its terminal performance will out exceed the the the, the forty grain uh, lead bullet, but that's because I'm a FN fanboy, um, and I don't want to get shot by either of them. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Uh, <laughs> I do know that I saw a video that uh, the the TCM will go through a level three vest. Yeah, uh, I mean they're both very powerful little uh, uh, rounds, and um, and their speed is the key. The velocity is, is what makes those rounds so devastating. That hydrostatic transfer of en hydrostatic transfer of energy in soft tissue, uh, the wound channels on the whitetail I've killed with my five seven handgun were impressive uh, for uh, for a very light bullet. And, and I like almost twenty seven hundred feet per second on that TCM. Yeah, yeah, and I like the uh, the uh, the heft of that uh, nineteen eleven and the trigger pull. Yep, and that's the big advantage for me. So does that help you, Steve? Get them both. Right. If I can afford them. On your on the five seven, Larry, do you routinely get those into the store or um we yeah, anytime we get a chance to buy one, yes. It's a product we we try to stock, but um the current market demand exceeds our ability to keep them on the shelf every day. Well you've got that one five seven that we just talked about. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's I've not got the, the, I've got the Ruger fifty seven on, on the shelf today. It's not the uh, FN, it's the Ruger, but it's the same round. Steve, if I were you, I'd, I'd be heading over to uh, Modern Arms. Get in, uh, get in the car right now. You want to be the first one at the door for that? It'll take about an hour. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just give us the credit card number over the air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you, guys. All right, take care, Steve. Thank you. Um, 
now, are you going to be the one opening the store? I will be. Yeah, I'll be there. So about, that uh, he can't even... minutes after ten o'clock. Yeah. So he you know, maybe what he should do is uh, sit by the phone, wait yeah. ten minutes, and Call start dialing. Up. Exactly. Because uh, getting that that uh, five seven for that price, you're just not going to be able to do that. Modern Arms, Larry Whalen. From the Brown Station location. JoeGilbert.us. Guys, thank you for being with us. Whatever it is in life that you want, go out and get it. Don't wait for the government to drop it in your lap. You make it happen. You seize the day. Carpe diem, Gwen, baby, honey. I'm coming home.